that confirms my mom really does listen to the podcast. Like, oh yeah, deep, deep, deep. deep. She's like, everybody knows Chris. I'm like, <laughs> it's the only Chris I know. <laughs> <laughs> you almost mentioned yourself. <laughs> Okay, guys, welcome back to another episode of Codependence. We are back post Usher Bowl. <laughs> Usher Bowl. Let's talk about it. Honestly, I'm just like very. I know you're proud not about of- to eat right now. Like at the very beginning, you couldn't wait a few minutes. People want to hear you chewing. No one's. I'm not chewing loudly. That's like the biggest pe- like pet peeve people have a podcast. People just eat chewing. It. Yeah. People are annoyed. Especially because yeah. you have misophonia. <laughs> Misophonia. Misophonia. Mm -hmm. I'm shocked at you. Well, I was leaning back when I was eating, but you just called me out. So whatever. I can hear it in your mouth. Okay, tell me. Well, now I'm talking and eating. So (laughs) what do you want from me? Okay, how do you feel? Honestly, I was really proud for Atlanta. Okay. I think he Why? He just did so fucking good bringing out Lil Jon and Ludacris. I think he represented for Atlanta very well. Is Lil Jon from Atlanta also? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is Will I Am from Atlanta? I don't know. Okay. I wasn't sure if, well, because Alicia Keys, I guess, is not. No. But I get why she was. I mean, I could her. I don't know where her is from either. Um, oh. What? I, I know. I don't know where her is from at all. I know she's Filipino. and Yeah, Black. like half, right? Yeah. But either way, Usher is like the main But wasn't attraction. the band like from Atlanta or something? Jackson State. So it wasn't, okay. In my in my mind, it was like Atlanta, Atlanta, like. Atlanta, Atlanta or bus type of thing. Mm. Well, I think Usher is just like the figure, a figure in Atlanta. Like, I think he is the one. Yeah, and he is him and Ludacris for sure. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I was very impressed with the performance. I thought it was great. I thought I didn't expect him to come out skating, although I feel like I should have known that. But that was like something that kind of threw me for a loop. I was like, mm. this man fucking brought out. The fucking skates, which still. is also very Atlanta, right? Yeah, I was. Ne- I, I mean, ATL that movie with Ti. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Never, never very, yeah. It, but yes. skating movies, we love Atlanta. But I mean, I'm not. I can't skate. Have you ever done it? I can't skate. I mean, growing up, I would go skating all the time. But you've done, never been to an adult <laughs> skate party. Not an adult one. No. Okay. But, but I feel like you are like coordinated. You would be able to get on a like. Yeah, the way like you, I could do as a dancer. Four, I think you would be able to skate. Do you I could do mean? the four wheeled ones, but I could never rollerblade. Skate, you can roller skate, not blade. Yeah, what the fuck, roller skate? Blade is the is like uh, the, when they're on the single track. <clears throat> yeah, I can roller skate, not roller blade. But also, it wasn't my favorite activity to do. But it was almost like like we would have in elementary school Friday nights at the skating rink. Oh, this is a good yeah. Was, like not for a birthday party, just like you go to the and skate. birthday parties. Sparkles is was like the but you were just rink. like it was just a place that people congregated on Friday nights. I mean, yeah, we'd have school nights there. We'd have birthday parties. Oh, you fucking name it. It was at the skating rink. Um, yeah, Sparkles. I never was able to have my. Uh, I wanted my birthday party at Sparkles, but I never, never had one. But we didn't have Sparkles up north. There was another is it a one chain? too. Um. In Georgia, it, there was definitely multiple. Multiple, yeah. Okay, so what was your favorite part of Usher? <laughs> My favorite part. Okay, so you know how we try to predict what the first song was going to be. I didn't expect "Caught Up" to be the. Was it the first song? Personally, I hate "Caught Up." 
Like, I, I just feel like he has I, a way better song. But I feel like he kind of had to do something different because so it wouldn't be so predictable. So he didn't start with OMG. And yeah, like, I think in my mind that had to be the finale because that mm-hmm. was like more of his universally mm-hmm. known music. So I was like, he's going to end that way. Yeah. Because you also can't like, I don't know, the performance has to build. Like, you're not going to start with Lil John screaming at you was yeah. my idea. Like, that's how I saw it. But never mm-hmm. in a million years would I think that I'd be here and caught up. Yeah. I really liked him and Alicia Keys also because that used to be my song. Even though I know there's like stuff swirling around about how she didn't hit the first note, but I don't care. I I mean, listen, I can't sing. So like for, no, I was for like, me, it was all, like visually beautiful. So beautiful. That red was piano, stunning. Yeah. Oh, her outfit and the, the piano? Like the actual like train or like whatever it looked like was coming basically from behind her. Mm. There was like that... <laughs> Mm-hmm. wave of Keep fabric mm-hmm. I thought that was gorgeous mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that I mean she's obviously human people make mistakes you can't hit every it wasn't note. a mistake she just like d- what didn't hit the note like you know well like, I think it would be considered a, like I don't think she planned on that and therefore I would call it a mistake but it's the did you know that the way that they uploaded the video on YouTube has that mistake corrected no I don't I didn't go back and watch it I didn't I saw it on Instagram that like the what whatever what NFL actually posted on YouTube for mm-hmm. the full performance they adjusted that note. And I just find that so interesting that like our world is focused on perfection so much that like we have to change oh, I didn't the even, first note of Alicia Keys. It wouldn't even occur to me to like that they would that do you that. could go back and fix you know a missed note. Well, especially Chris, I'm just saying that you've never tried to fix any note that I've <laughs> ever Because you always missed. hit them. Oh, oh. oh. We're Good lying morning. this morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I just think it's weird. Like, obviously, everyone's watching the Super Bowl live, yeah. or most people are. I know there are going to be people in other countries that are going to watch it back. Yeah. But why, why the need to fix it? I don't really see. Like, Yeah, I don't think it's that serious. But it is what it is. I also feel like people yeah. were a little bit extra about the way he was touching her. And I didn't find it all that crazy. They're friends. Also, they, like, it's a performance. It's a performance. What, they're both married. Well, Usher, Usher is now married. Congrats to him. But they're both married. Like, they've been in this game forever together. Like, if they wanted to cross that line, I'm pretty sure they would have done it already. Like, also, and it's a do performance. You, do you really think, like, the people, like, if they were to be having, like, this secret love affair, would they really, like, display it like that at the Super Bowl or maybe that's what they want us to think uh, you know perhaps I don't put anything past anyone but I just don't really see it I don't really see it I don't think it's a big deal I don't think it is either and I feel like that like you know like maybe it's just because I'm team Usher so much but I'm like so sick yeah, of this man no wrong. being the villain like he didn't do anything wrong he didn't even touch her butt if there was a butt cap. Yeah, but he always does do that thing. Like, if someone walks by him, he'll, like, put his hand out there and, like, start shaking it. Like, ooh, like, it's hot. Like, I don't know if you've watched. Yeah. Like, he did it with Summer Walker when See, he performed I thought he got Walker. that from MJ. I took it as, it like, a is, nod. It is kind of, like, MJ-esque. But he's done it in multiple other performances. Like, I remember distinctly. Like, even after... When he was performing with Summer Walker and she was giving him nothing to work with. Where was this? Nothing. 
Does um, she give anyone anything? No, no, no. But she's been working with Tiana Taylor apparently on her like oh. stage presence and performance. See, to me, I don't need it from Summer. Like, I like your music. If you don't like performing, if that gives you so much anxiety mm-hmm. to the point where you're having yeah, these attacks has, and stuff, uh-huh. you don't have to perform. You can just keep making albums. I'll be fine. Yeah, I'm mean, like, is there any other artist who's like never gone on tour or like never had or doesn't really have that many live performances? I bet you, like now in the age of social media, there's yeah. going to be an artist that has like a faceless account that sings has an amazing voice almost like Sia I feel like Sia is close to that and what's which... that guy Marshmallow oh yeah Marshmallow's another mm-hmm. one yeah those people that just like don't want to show yeah. their face which I I respect I get yeah and they yeah it's a privacy thing yeah so yeah I would say Usher and Alicia Keys was my favorite mm. I would say the I was happy that he brought out an HBCU band I Hmm. Oh my God, my voice cracked. I just ten out of ten. Twelve out of ten. Twelve Truly. out of ten. I think me, that was one it? of the best. That was my next question. Performances of all time. Do you have like a top three that just from top of the head? No. I you will have- say Kendrick Lamar and Fifty Cent and Mary J. Blige. That was like that's I, in my top three as well. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think. Yeah, I, like I want to love Rihanna's, but it just like didn't feel like enough for me. I I I, I, I still mm-hmm. really love her as a person. I'm just like we could have had a little more. Yeah, but some parts of Usher at first, my sister said this, it was giving like somewhat low budget. Like at first, it felt a little chaotic to me, and I was like, where are we going with this? I one thing I did not like about the his performance was his dancers were in all different outfits when he was out on the yes. field, and I think that that was like a little hard to follow. Just I agree because he was in white. And everyone else is everyone else are in these different costumes, but they're still metallic co- colors. And I think visually, like watching it on screen, it was a little bit confusing. But also, I person. feel like this. It was like I I got the idea that it was circus themed ish. Like that's the vibe I was picking up from the outfits. Did you feel that way? No, from your face. No, I think it was just Vegas theme. Like I okay, so maybe because he opened up with like the very distinct like little my way. He started mm-hmm. with like saying it maybe twice uh-huh. and the video is circus so I was like maybe this is where we're going mm. and I thought some of the people looked like gestures and I was like okay but I did looked like gestures isn't that what it's called a cir- jesters like, jester yeah. yeah there you go what is a, je- a jester 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 like a clown in like a oh. medieval court <laughs> hold on let me show you okay <laughs> so I was like what is I thought gest- you said gestures she, she I think maybe I did like a oh. jester oh a jester jester you were saying gesture, say, like gesture. G or J E S T. What am I adding? You, you're gesture. You're gesture? saying it like you think I'm saying it like T U R E, right? Yeah, <laughs> but gesture. G E yeah. Oh, je- gesture. All right. Well, that's what I thought. I thought it was circus themed. I was yeah. like, "What's going on here?" And then I didn't think the outfits were like on the nose enough for it to really reach circus. So maybe, mm-hmm. I mean, for you to not pick that up and maybe I made it up, like it's not saying, I'm not mm. saying it's true. That just doesn't work. I mean, yeah, you could be right. I don't know. Um, for me, it was the fact that he, to, it, to me, it was like a true R&B concert. Oh, yeah. Which mm-hmm. I don't think America necessarily was ready for. It was really funny because I went to my friend's restaurant to watch it and we... Me and Jordan were like every single word on the dot. As soon as like the, it started rolling into the next song, we're like, oh, like hitting these notes. Then you, it's kind of funny because 
um, unfortunately, the white people um, <laughs> did not really jump on to the like hype of it until yeah. yeah. And I was like, which is crazy. And like, then until see- Lil John started performing, I was like, come on. Like, I was like, sh- th- that is this. I mean, I get it because that's such a like, I get club house banger whatever that they've remixed a million times but I'm like come on well like in my head I was like there's no way he's gonna perform superstar but that's what I would actually love to see Mm -hmm. so when I started to hear it I was Mm -hmm. like excuse me you get a little bit I was like he did this for me like thank you Usher (laughs) you know what I mean like you knew what I wanted you answered my prayers he called you up and he said Maya I'm well, I am on his text list, so when I get his text, I do feel like he's talking You're to me. You're on his text list? It's so weird. I don't know how this happened. He's the only celebrity whose list I'm on, but he'll text me and be like, you ready? <laughs> it's like, you ready? And it's like pre-sale drops at this time. It's always crazy. I always screenshot it and send it to Shada. Be like, Usher's texting. This is like... It's like his... Pr- it's like an automated... It's so weird. You can't ever... Could I get off of it? Probably. So when did you join the text list? That's the problem. I don't know the answer. It's been years. It's been years. Okay. But yes, it's like you ready? <laughs> the most recent one. You ready for me? Presenting Usher. <laughs> oh my God. Past, I present, actually, and future. Tickets so, on sale February 12th. Blah, blah, blah. Can't, I, don't like I can't it. wait to see you there. <laughs> like, okay. Rob or like obsessed with himself. <laughs> you, you know we had to do it again. Lovers and friends 2024. I'm like, all right. You got my attention. Lovers and Fred's 2024. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, mm. which the tickets were quite steep for that. Even They've with, always been steep. I don't think I realized. Like, with yeah. the pre-sale, I was like, oh, we're dropping money today. Ye- for past, present, and future or for Lovers and Friends? Lovers and Friends. Yeah, no, I feel like it's always been steep. I don't. I mean, it makes sense considering the lineup. Yeah. But I remember when that first came out and they put the line out, I was like, this is fake, first of all. It still feels fake. Yeah, like, like but I also feel like, why isn't it? A bigger deal than it actually is. It's interesting that they get so many people for one day only. Right. Which is a long day, if you ask me. I'm wondering if there are multiple stages. I don't know how this all goes, but if... I think there are multiple stages. One of my girlfriends went. She got a cabana, actually. And that was even upwards of 10 grand. uh, This year, it was, like, in the 30s. And I was like, cool, cool. In the 30s? Yeah. I'll be Mm. live streaming that. Um... (laughs) Mm, that's a little steep now. It feels like a lot. Like if it's up there with Super Bowl prices, not quite up there. Well, I I think some of those suites were like a million dollars, million plus. Yeah, I'm I mean, not I paying. would rather pay the money to watch someone perform than someone punt a ball. But like, oh my god, I'm staying at home for that amount of money. No way. Even what? Who was it? I think Charles Barkley was like. No fucking way you should pay 20 grand for a ticket to the Super Bowl or 10 grand. He's like, keep your fucking ass at home. You get a better view anyway. Yeah. And you like, can hear everything. Unless, Because I wouldn't want to go unless I'm sitting in the front or like, yeah, in the front. And then it's like. Even in a box. I don't love a box. It's it's Box feels very far removed from a game. Yeah. Like you don't like feel you, like you can't get into it as much. No, I can't see. I need glasses. Well, and like. And your jumbotron vision like is not always perfect. Sometimes no, you're like. The going back and forth. It's it too makes much. me sick. And granted, like I'm sure they have, they have TVs in the box. But like. Yeah. For me, no way you can see from the box down on that field who is who. I literally, everyone's like a little tiny blur. For me, it's the whistle. You can't hear the whistle on time. Like, you get the delayed whistle. 
So like they're already done playing and you're like, what, what now I'm hearing the whistle. What happened? Have you ever noticed that? I actually never even noticed that I'm not hearing a whistle. I don't like that. I need the whistle to tell me what's going on. And then, yeah, like, when you're far away, you can't even tell, like, what the call is sometimes. Like, you can't hear it because I can't see it. And I'm like, Like, was it a flag? Was it a foul? I don't know. Like, I already don't know enough. Yeah. And then it's like you see people, like, you know, they obviously showed Taylor Swift a thousand times. But she's, like, explaining the rules to, like, Ice Spice and Blake Lively. And I'm like, y'all are here in these primo seats and you don't even know the basics of the game. I mean, that would be me, too. I was like, yeah, but that would be me. But, like, you would not be embarrassing me by explaining it to me in I front of I at least know the how the people. point system works. I was actually explaining the points to Michaela. Because she's like, okay, so how many points is it if they kick it? And I was like, well, it depends. After a touchdown? But she's or- not American. She gets... So? She's been here for a minute? <laughs> That's true. I don't know. If, I just never think to, like, sit down. Football's never been, like, a sport that I'm like, yeah, let's... Fo- su- Saturday, Sunday night football. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's a Monday night? Sun- both. Okay. Sunday, Monday, you. Thursday. Um, I just have always dated guys that love fucking football. So I've had very little choice sometimes mm. to, like, learn... And then watch documentaries on players, mm. go to football games, buy jerseys. Mm. My my buying jersey days are actually done. Never doing that again. But, I mean, that is honestly where I've gained all my football knowledge. Wait, buying jerseys, like, for the man? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've definitely never done that. Yeah. I, I don't mind men that are into football because then it's like, cool, that means on Sunday you leave me alone. Or they want you to go watch it wherever it is. But then it's like, babe, you get... You know, you get three games a season. And then, God forbid, they're into college football. So then it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday night, Thursday night. Yeah, that's a no for me. Like, so or- football season is, like, fucking annoying sometimes. Mm. Makes it hard to enjoy when you date a guy that's, like, really fucking into it because it's, like, like four days of the week. scores type of thing. What? Like, when you're with him, he can't even, like, he's just, like, looking at, he's not even with you because he's checking the scores and he's, like, so concerned. Yeah, I've had that, too. I've had that. Because uh-huh. they're worried about their fantasy football teams or just because, like, this is their life? Um, Both. I've had dated guys that don't have fantasy but still are obsessed or who don't and who do have fantasy and are obsessed. Mm. So, yeah. <clears throat> Did you like any of the commercials? No. I was – I didn't even watch any of the commercials. I was watching a different TV show. I kept Googling when halftime was. And then as soon as they were, like, one minute down, I switched over. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, that's what happened. I'm not going to lie. I did watch almost the entire game until we went in, until they went into overtime. It was a good game. It was a good game. I watched the third, yeah. qu- third quarter. Mm-hmm. And ish into the fourth. Actually, I watched up until it went to overtime. And I literally said, oh, hell no. Goodbye. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm not doing this today. I was like, okay, guys. You've gotten I... too much of my time. Yeah, it's like, I got to go. But then... I was like, you know, then you open up Instagram and you figure out who the winner is. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah. So that's our little Super Bowl, our Usher Bowl recap. Okay. Today's episode is sponsored by Wondery. Your girl, Kiki Palmer, is out here doing all the things. Winning an Emmy, acting, singing, looking fabulous, and my favorite role yet, podcast host. In her podcast, Baby This Is Kiki Palmer, she talks to icons about some of the most interesting topics. Some of my favorite conversations have been about growing up as a child star with Allie and AJ, gay and trans issues with JVN, abusive relationships with Dr. Drew, 
Silk Presses with the VP, and the music that shapes us with Mean Girls' Renee Rapp. There are so many to choose from. And in this new season, just wait to see who she'll be talking to next. From Snoop Dogg to Sterling K. Brown and Saweetie, just to name a few. Follow Baby This Is Kiki Palmer on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full episodes on YouTube and you can listen to Baby This Is Kiki Palmer early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. But I want to talk about conspiracy theories a bit because did you see about the conspiracy theory that was surrounding the Super Bowl? Did you read this? You know what? I was actually... On the phone with Paige during, like, the last – during overtime, and Craig is, like, going off <laughs> about, this is rigged. This is fucking rigged. Like, it's all staged. <laughs> da, 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 da. We already knew who the winner was going to be. He's like, I hate that I know everything. We go <laughs> – Wait, that yeah. line no, in literally, itself? We were like – and Paige was like, you should come out with a T-shirt line because that is ridiculous. That's a great line. That's I was like, that's so fucking – That's correct. He's like – of course, we already know what's going to fucking happen. Like, I could, I called this. and Okay, but if that's the case, if the conspiracy theory was that the Chiefs were going to win so that Taylor could then, I don't what was she well, going to do, endorse Biden? Did you not, that's what I'm talking, what conspiracy theory Endorse Biden? Yeah, did you not, but honestly, that part kind of fell off. We were kind of talking <laughs> about this, the portion, and we were kind of talking about how the Super Bowl is rigged and for ratings and views oh. and just sheer eyes. Okay. And I do actually the, believe in that. If the Chiefs win, there's more There's more eyes on this whole Travis and Taylor, Taylor. situation. It's just like become a whole thing. But it's great for the NFL because I think I just saw it. It was Instagram. the most watched. Yeah, it was yeah. the most watched Super Bowl of all time. Yep. And, like, that is her doing. Mm-hmm. But there was a theory, I think, from right-left extremists. Could you actually Google this, Chris, about the conspiracy theory around the Super Bowl? And while Basically- you're at it, go to QAnon. And um, look up and see what they have to say about this whole thing. So basically, the I think it was the, the far right was saying that, A, it was rigged for Kansas City to win. So then at the end of their winning, when Taylor is down there, she would publicly endorse Biden. So this was something that the far right was saying that the Democrats. So if they would have lost? No. If, if they won, Casey won, that gives Taylor basically a platform to be down on the field to then publicly endorse Biden. Hmm. Seems like the wrong time. Like, also, what are they going to do? Hand her a what microphone? What is she going to be like, babe? She's going to like. voting for Biden this this year. Or like, I imagine her like ripping open yeah. his shirt and being like, Biden, Biden 2024. Like, what are we doing? Is what that is happening? Yeah, it's accurate. Did you see the, do you see the Biden? Tweet? Yeah. So then Biden responded. <laughs> have you not? Wait, no, I have not Yo, seen. This was crazy. And I, what did honestly, Biden it's like one of the most G things. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Biden, go ahead. Because then he wrote, I think his caption was like, just like we planned or something. And it was like, oh shit. I kind of fuck with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it showed, I'm trying to pull it up. It, show, it was on his like regular Instagram. Apparently he made his TikTok debut that same day where he like Biden? Correct. Where he made his TikTok debut? Suppo- that is what I read. Where he went ahead and like suggested or like nodded to the conspiracy theories. Like he's aware of them. But then he wrote, yeah. Like he posted this picture. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> like he posted that picture. And I'm pretty sure it said just as we planned. And I was like, 
I'm not. But honestly, good look for him. Like, what? That's not. Just like we drew it up at Chiefs. That's fucking funny. That's amazing. Like, whoever thought to what do, do the that comments for him? say? Go to the first. All right, first go few. to some comments. I live for the comment section. Um, let's see. A lot of people are just the laughing emoji. Someone's like, "Why did the president post this?" At this ex- <laughs> okay, lots of it are bringing the attention right back to the ward Israel. Um, a lot of people are like Gen Z social media manager for sure. <laughs> One person, I would need 45 minutes to explain this post to my parents. <laughs> like, I think definitely Gen Z social media manager. People don't know how to like take a joke. Someone said, what episode of Black Mirror is this? And I think that that is fucking funny. And if they don't make a Black Mirror episode about this. I don't know what Black Mirror is. They don't. Wow. That's so interesting. I don't know how to even really describe it. It's a series on Netflix, but most of it is. How would you? Do you it's like dystopian tech futury stuff now. Mostly, it wasn't always that, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like what the world is going to be. They just make predictions about like how social media is going to run everything. Oh, um, how many seasons? Like three or four, maybe five. You know what's a better predictor of the future? The Simpsons. Yeah. Let's hear it. Because this sounds like I no, I have no I have no basis on this. There's nothing to hear, but the oh. Simpsons predict almost everything. Can you give me an example? The um, most recent one is the the what are the like Apple mask things called? The Apple Pro. Vision Pro. Vision or, Pros yeah. or whatever. They had, they did that in like 2015, 2016. Like everybody's walking around with the headsets. And then what was another one? They the tr- I think the Trump presidency. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They had him coming down the stairs like he came down the stairs. It was crazy. They like the visual is also pretty crazy. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm this is going to be like my rabbit hole of the day. Like yeah. I will be Googling this wholeheartedly. So, and sometimes like if things will happen and when the Simpsons like someone will bring up, you know, a Simpsons episode and I'm like, dude, they gotta keep making the Simpsons. So do you watch The Simpsons? No. Or did you? No. I used to watch it when I was younger. Okay. But now I don't watch it anymore. What? Where is the Simpsons? Is the Simpsons still on? being made? Like still currently being made? Because who are their writers? If this is like, what do they know? Scary, right? Scary. Mm-hmm. I've never heard this before. I I really I mean here's my so I was like thinking about what we should talk about today, and I was thinking about this conspiracy theory, and then I'm like. Just going down a rabble, rabble, and I'm rabble like, hole of conspiracy well, theories. who even thinks of the, like, who thinks of a conspiracy theory? One, um, how does it gain legs? I think when does it become theory a theory? Means, well, I think that it is a lot. Of, conspiracy theories are reading in between the lines of a lot of things, so it's not too far off. It's not a crazy hypothesis. So I feel like conspiracy theories are not far off from cults, where it's like. <sighs> You I'm not a part of a cult, but I do like a conspiracy I mean, theory. I think me myself, I, I am a conspiracy theorist, but I just wonder like I'm just trying to figure out who like what person says these things with such conviction that people start following. Like what is it that they're tapping into that is allowing us to be like, yeah, you're right. Like, think about Mother Earth. Well, I think it's maybe, like, the the person putting it out there, maybe it's something that other people have already thought and, like, 
could so like, relate to, but just never had the balls to kind of say it out loud, but can obviously identify with a lot of things that this person's saying. Okay, sure, but like how did I mean so, it's how how is this simple, conspiracy theory so big to the point where we have the president of the United States posting in response to it? Like one person I'm gonna sat go back in to their house. QAnon. <laughs> but like some person just yeah, was like, this is person. what is gonna happen. And then he told his friend, I'm assuming this was a man for some he reason. He told the internet. But like, okay, sure. But enough people on the internet were like, yes. Yeah. I think that these groups like on the internet are large and in charge. And also I think that they, they're really tactful ways in how they go about it. So it's like literally seeping through. Is it manipulation? I think the way in which they put it out too, it like seeps into mainstream media slowly but surely i think it's all very methodical i think it's genius creepy but genius i, I just want to know like the process like how do we get people i don't know maybe you th- should start your first conspiracy theory like you should make fucking something up make something up not super harmful where you could like be no. indicted by the fbi but like make something up and just see where it goes and be like, wow, I started this. I just can't theory. think of a single person that's going to take whatever I come up with seriously. Well, you better get crafty. You got to like, think of Have you real seen smart. the guy that's eating raw chicken every single day now to basically prove that raw chicken is not as crazy as we make it out to be? And I'm like, you know, I've never eaten raw chicken, but I just believe what everyone tells me about eating raw chicken. So I've never even tried. Have well, you ever had raw chicken? No. Well, germs are not a made-up thing. Correct. Like, salmonella is not made up. But yeah. why has this guy now been able to eat chicken breast raw, like, straight up on the internet for weeks? And he's not – he has no stomach ache. <laughs> First of all, he's a man. I feel like men never have stomach issues. Or when they do, it's the end of the world. Uh, yeah. Like, like, they never have stomach issues. So, whatever. That sounds so impressive. If a woman was on there eating a chicken breast raw, fucking call me. But also at the same time – honestly – I just, I don't know what I have to say about that. that could, is like, he, could this whole idea of raw chicken be a conspiracy theory? Well, maybe I should test it out because the other night I left my fridge open overnight and I had some what ha- chicken. Like, what do you mean? Like you just didn't close it properly? Like it was like. Yeah. Like it didn't, it, like usually my fridge will beep, beep if I leave yeah. it open and it didn't beep. And so I left it. Just a jar. Just a jar. Okay. But when I opened it the next morning, shit was warm. <laughs> so fucking warm. To the touch. I mean, yeah, it had been open. Like, wow. Yeah. I had to put it on turbo cool, whatever. (laughs) So, anyway, so I had some like chicken tender tenders in there, like raw chicken. And, you know, I had just bought it, you know, that the day before. But I just, I didn't like take anything out and throw anything away. I just fucking closed the thing, put it on turbo cool, and then went somewhere, came back. It was cool again. Mm -hmm. But then this morning I was thinking, because I wanted to make a grilled chicken wrap. And I was like, damn, I wonder if this chicken is bad because it was at room temperature for we're talking like at least eight hours, right? Probably. How long does it you take sh- for a fridge to cool down? Well, that's the thing. If it was just a jar, I would assume that your fridge maintained some of its coolness. <laughs> no. So that to me, I would tell you not to eat the chicken. But also But also I'm gonna cook the chicken. So But it's the bacteria Yeah, and cooking does help with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But you're like you're dealing with a lot of foodborne illnesses once your chicken's above forty degrees for more than like four hours. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think it's even less than that when it's raw. If it was cooked, I'd be like, yeah, you should, you'd be fine. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know that I would tell you to eat it, but part of me wants you to try because I want to know. <laughs> of course she does. About of course this. she does. But I, I don't think I would. I wouldn't encourage. Um, I'm going to think on that because that was new chicken. I know, and I get that, and that's devastating. You know like, how much raw, you know how much new salmon I've thrown out too? Listen, my fridge, or my fridge and freezer just broke. I had three bags of trash. Oh, God. And I had to think about, is it really, is it is really it that really, warm? Is it really going to make me sick? But For, here's the thing. No, oh, he's got a fucking stomach ache. I was like, so what's another one? Well, I see, I always have one too, but I'm not trying to add to that, so I decided it wasn't worth it. Yeah, I never had salmonella before too, so I I have. I'm not trying to. And I've had E. coli, and it's not. I think E. coli was one of the worst sicknesses I've had. Just like a bunch of diarrhea. It was like literally at all ends, at all like couldn't you? You had to choose. Mm -hmm. Like you had to choose Mm -hmm. what you want to use the toilet for. Like Mm. what end do I put on the toilet right now? And you know what? Mm. Actually, when I had E. coli, I was working at in D.C. for this fast casual and um we had this like stand in this like big marketplace and there was another girl that was really sick that day so we like basically kept meeting up in mm-hmm. the toilet and okay. she, like not, <laughs> not the same one but like i mean i imagine not the same one and she was like oh my god i just found out i'm pregnant too and i was like don't you wish that upon me you're like, no, bitch, I got E. coli. And I follow her on Instagram. She has a full-grown baby now. Like, that and you kid just is, e. like, four, and I just had E. coli. <laughs> but she tell like, her that? She was like, I was like, no, 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 I am not pregnant. I am just sick with something. I didn't know what it was then. But she was like, yeah, this is so great. We're going to go through it together. Like, you know, we work in the same place. Like, basically, we're going to be, like, pregnant buddies. And I was like, I am not the one. No. No. Nor, I'd rather nor, have E. coli. Nor would this be my pregnant I'd rather have E. coli. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about a conspiracy theory, but... Well, what's the craziest... Or what's the conspiracy theory that you know is so far-fetched that you still believe in? Um, Conspiracy theory that is so far-fetched. <laughs> One does stick out in my mind, but... Please share. No, I can't. That's too rogue. Um, <sighs> aliens do exist. Oh, yeah. To me, that's just factual. Okay. Um, do you think that's conspiracy? No, not really. Um, how, so how how many people have the said they've seen- criteria for conspiracy? Well, that's the other thing. Because I feel like once they get legs, they are just kind of like something you believe in or you don't. I watched a um, docu-series on a conspiracy theory with a particular symbol. Mm. And I know last week or whatever week we talked about like child predators and stuff, but like companies mm-hmm. that kind of like coincide and are mm. adjacent to like trafficking rings. Mm. And it's like. A I can't s- believe you're watching that. A certain symbol. This is a while ago. A certain <laughs> um, swirl thing. Okay. You know, and are you being cryptic it, on purpose, or can I Google no, this? No, I'm not being cryptic. Well, that's the thing; it is kind of cryptic. Like these little symbols are found in different brands' logos, like all, like you know, all throughout the U.S. And these certain brands are said to, you know, participate in the child trafficking ring and stuff like that. Isn't that crazy? That's a good one. 
So who made me watch? Jackie made me watch that shit. This was a couple years ago. And I was like, Jackie, I can't watch this because I would, I, ignorance is so bliss. I do agree with ignorance being bliss. Ignorance is just most so cases. bliss. And then there was a conspiracy theory. Now, not me going on a tangent. Now. I love this. Now, remember the conspiracy theory that came out during COVID about the vaccine having like a microchip in it or mm-hmm. something. And I this, actually liked that one. And this was like how the government was keeping tabs on everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And then I'm, and then they put, this is my thing, they put these little documents, not doc, these like interviews and docuseries together so fast to like talk about these conspiracy theory, theories. And I'm like, well, we just had the, we only had the pandemic for, you know, a couple months. Well, so how are we already filming all this A lot stuff? of those things aren't based in actual fact. And I was learning or reading about this recently because there's a famous Netflix documentary, Making a Murderer, where basically they just like set him up to make- No, I watched this on that guy. Yeah, and the- they set it up to make him look like he was set up in this murder. But wait, can you go, can you Google it really quick? I need to put a face to a name. Because I remember it was- Two seasons of, or yeah, three, two I think seasons it was of it. two. And this guy, basically, that's what happens when you just, like, can't afford a good lawyer. Okay, sure. This man? Yes. Oh, my God. When I tell you I watched that in one day. Okay. I don't remember the full basis of this, but I've been listening to a lot of true crime docs about, or podcasts about this case in particular, and really that Netflix was the one driving the story for so because the doc producers were the documentary was purchased by Netflix there was a certain there were just certain things that they wanted included and certain things they didn't want included to basically tell the story the way they wanted the story told so it wasn't all factual it was made to make this man look innocent and that was their goal it wasn't really about the facts of the case and what really happened. So then when you listen to the facts of the case, it's like, wait, um, no, this sounds like he actually did really do it. So now wait, there's a all new- all my life I've been- I know, I feel, right? Wait, I Because gotta... I listen, I watch this stuff all the time. I listen to it all the time. I never even think about the idea that the, these people know? are fact-finding or or lack thereof. Go ahead. Do you know that I got out a whiteboard about for this man? Trying to put the pieces together myself. This That, I'm, I- I admire that. Like, I think that that's pretty cool. But I was like, I want to solve this. So now there's a follow-up documentary about this case with, well, that's claiming to be one that is meant to be factual, one that's not purchased by a big company that's just actually there to tell the truth. So this- That's insane. I actually never really thought about a- I mean, granted, I, it, I'm sure it happens all the time, but when I, when I think of a documentary, I never really think that there- purposely yeah if, like leaving certain parts out of or the truth. trying to like lean yeah. you a certain way right you would have just assumed that you're getting the facts and you were going to make the decision on your Jesus, own Jesus, you can't literally trust anyone or anything yeah so it's like you have to you have to take everything with a grain of salt and that kind of was a big wake up for me because i really do sit around listening to these true crime documents like they're the bible like i'm like that's exactly what happened blah 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 yeah and I don't even know if these people are telling me the truth. Yeah. It's like one of those things that I just would have never, I would have never thought. And also I just like. Well, it's the idea of like fake news too. But like what, yeah, what would be the point of like, I guess, swaying this particular person? Like what, who, what 
benefit does it have to the higher ups? So I truly the man that has been pretty outspoken about all of this was basically saying that Netflix had already told the guy, I don't remember his name, Steven or whatever his name is, that this is like your redemption story. So that, so yeah, they, but that is to encourage him to speak, correct. speak up and like tell his part. Like this is your movie. This is for right. you. And Dude, pr- producers. Oh. I mean, it's funny that like <laughs> we can, producers. with the experience that yeah. we have, that we're still like watching these or listening to these things and thinking they're true, knowing no, that like everything is manipulated. No, I'm not. That's why I don't watch reality TV unless it's TLC. But, but uh, this is not reality TV. Um, true. That's my point. That's fucking insane. Mm. I always say producers are psychologists. Or sociopaths. I'm going to go with psychologists. <laughs> Depends on how you want to look at it, I guess. But I'm just like, trust nobody. Believe nothing. Yeah, trust nobody. Believe nothing. Because I would have never, I, wow, I'm pissed. I got out a whiteboard for and that's, like, that's the thing. And that's why, like, even police work, like, you have to think about it. They are always going with some sort of bias. They should have to, like, almost prove. Oh, we can't even get on the topic of police because that is just, like. We don't have to go there. Yeah. Are you tired of meal planning chaos and cooking fatigue? Well, say goodbye to grocery store hassles because Factor is here to the rescue. Picture this. Chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal prep so you can focus on what really matters, enjoying incredible food. With over 35 meals per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more, you'll be spoiled for choices. And hey, with over 55 weekly add-ons, you can customize your meal to fit your cravings. No more frantic lunch preps or rushed dinners. Factor's two-minute meals are your secret weapon in the new year. Fuel up fast with restaurant-quality meals all without lifting a finger. And did I mention they're delivered right to your door? But that's not all. Factor now offers a variety of snack options. Breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks, and more. Perfect for keeping you going no matter how crazy your schedule gets. And let's talk costs. Factor is not only more affordable, but also way more delicious than your usual takeout. Ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. More time for you, less time in the kitchen. Got a special occasion coming up? Check out Gourmet Plus for fast, upscale options done effortlessly. Factor is not just a meal delivery service, it's your kitchen superhero. And Factor doesn't just provide simple solutions when you're too busy to cook. They help you stay on top of your goals, whether it's protein plus or keto, they've got your back for a healthier, tastier you in the new year. Give Factor a try and head to factormeals.com slash codpod50 and use code codpod50 to get 50% off. That's code C-O-D-P-O-D-50 at factormeals.com slash codpod50 to get 50% off. Yeah. Okay, I want to talk (laughs) about the... Well, I wrote this question down and I was like, she's never going to want me to ask you this. But if you died... And you had, there was going to be a monument put out, like a monument in your honor. Okay. Because you're referring to Kobe. Yes. Mm-hmm. What would you want that to look like? <laughs> <laughs> Me in my fucking bed. No, but like, would you want it to be you? Like, would you want a model of Sierra? 
I think it would be kind of sick for there to be like <laughs> me in the bed, like propped up. So what like is the bed like can you like I'm laying in the bed, like the bed is li- like down. I'm laying in the bed, pillow. My head's under a pillow, but a flat <laughs> pillow, because you know I don't like a a fluffy pillow. Then there's like another pillow next to me. That's Jasper on that pillow. And then probably like some snacks on the bed. Okay. And then I want it to say, like, may she continue to rest in peace. <laughs> that was that was good. Yeah. That was very, very good. <laughs> not that I thought about it, but I know I was like, she's not gonna like this question because I'm trying to kill her off, but like <laughs> I do want to know. Yeah, that that to me feels like something that could capture my essence. You okay, know? okay. Yeah. So like what, when we're talking about like the face and the details, like the hands even, how lifelike are we talking? Or is it more of like an artistic interpretation of Sierra Miller? An artistic interpretation. Well, really the only thing I would ask that like people get right would be like the mole on my lip and then my hair. Okay. And then that's really it. Okay, so obviously we know we're like, we're going to Kobe. Yeah. With all due (laughs) respect, Mm -hmm. I think that it's a pretty horrible statue. Where is this statue again? I believe it's outside the cryptic, what's that called? Crypto. What's it? Wherever the, the, the Staples Center. Yeah. Okay. When people, when stadiums change their names, I can't handle it. No, I still call. This is a little bit off the subject, but I can't handle it. Like. The okay, see, I'm trying to think of it now in Atlanta, Phillips Arena, Phillips Arena for my entire life, then State Farm, then they lost the contract, and then State Farm took over. So now it's the State Farm Arena, it's the Phillips Arena. I'm sorry, I refuse to call it arena it was named when you were born, is, yes, is the name it shall remain till, till I die. To it's the, the day Phillips you die. Arena, yeah. And I'm Unless with- they build a new stadium, because then I can go with that. Because like, it's a different stadium. Like, yeah. But you're asking me to go to the same place and call it's it something di- different? Yeah. No, no, no. Phillips Arena. Okay. So, Staples Center. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, where are we? He's at the Staples Center. <laughs> the coloring's interesting. Like, does this look like Kobe to you? It's a bronzed statue, though, right? I, I get that. I, but so, what coloring? I'm talking even about, like, the jersey coloring is confusing to me. Is there a reason and then behind that? didn't... Um, what's her name? Vanessa. What she say? Something. Bryant she, she said like that it. this was the pose that. Yes, it's he the pose chose. that he. Oh, or he. Okay, so basically, what from what I this is from when he scored that eighty-one point game. Mm. So I guess like when he like thanks the fans after or like mm-hmm. yeah just did that. That's what happened. I don't know if that's the pose he chose. Okay, so I don't know if he was asked the question that you were asked, and like now we have this forever. So if you want to ever or change it. Or maybe they it, were going to make a statue anyway. and Which like, would make sense because yeah. Kobe was such like a central figure. I just, I don't Let know. This. There's something about it that's like, this isn't Kobe to me. Like, I like the murals in LA better than this. Um, <laughs> um I don't know. I, it doesn't bother me. Mm. I don't hate it. Why do you think it's bad? I don't, maybe, I don't know what I, exp- I, I, I'm one, I, I guess my <laughs> it's all right. Take your time. Yeah, Take yeah, your yeah. Time just right stroking out a bit, but like, <laughs> I'm wondering if I just don't love actual statues of humans. Yeah, like I think MLK's is weird. Where the one in DC? I, I don't know. Like I, the one of his the, arms crossed. Oh. I mean, it's large. It's not bad. I've seen worse. I think that's an okay one, but it's like not 
my favorite. Like, I feel like Lincoln is kind of the only one with, like, a decent monument. I'm wondering if it's just because it's always been there in my life, so I think it's good. Mm. Wax figures, I think, never look like the artist. And I'm like, why do we do this? But nothing is going to look like the human itself. So why do it? So why do we do it? Like, why do we try? I... I don't know. I... I think they're there to obviously commemorate this person. Which is important. Yeah. In terms of getting it down to the exact science, they're they're man-made. Of I course. Just, and know. that's why I feel like if I were to ever get some sort of memorial, I just don't think that I – I don't know what I would choose. And I was trying to think of this last night. But I feel like I would in my grave still be upset by – some feature that they put on me. Maybe the silver lining is that you can look down and fucking laugh at it. Like, this is hilarious. That could be it. Because if I ever saw a statue of myself sitting in the bed with my snacks and my cat on the bedside. Can you imagine, like, seeing that and watching someone put a flower next to it? (laughs) Yeah, like, that to me is hilarious. Like, and if anything, someone got a chuckle, you know? So fucking have at it, you know? And in terms of Kobe, I mean, look, the... There's only they, I mean they're running out of ways to commemorate this man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wonder which where the statues sh- came from to begin with. Like why we decided that that was a way to, you know. You know that's for um I got to go way back in time to figure that one out, but yeah, like maybe to Egypt or something. Egypt seems like a good start cuz like when you know? they're mummifying then they're like maybe we can just like make it from rock type of thing. Mhm. Stone. Or like mhm. What do you call those cats? The um, Sphinx. Mm-hmm. Is that a Sphinx? Probably not. Huh? As, as soon as I said it, I was like, that's not right. Um, is it? Is it? A Sphinx is a hairless cat. See, I didn't know all that. Today it's a hairless cat. Okay. I don't know what it was then. I wasn't there. Do you know what those cats are called? The internet is like shot right now. But yeah, I think it's Sphinx. Hmm. Sphinx. How would one spell Sphinx? S-P-H-Y-N-X. <laughs> I might be wrong. No, you were you were spot Ooh, on. S P H I N X. A sphinx. I was right. Didn't know you were right. Yeah, let's go. Spelling Treacherous. Do you know that I did win this I did win the spelling bee in wow. middle school? I did not know that. I could never, and I'm proud of you. In middle school, yep. Um or did I get runner up? <laughs> I'm happy that you that it means um, so much to you. <laughs> I can't remember, but I did have to go to, like, the county spelling bee. Wow. So, yeah. like, that means you made it past, like, the local one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember any well, words? It's, it's you in ha- your school. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't have that. Mm. But did you, do you remember any words you had to spell? No. Not a chance. Do you think that if I gave you a word, a word, you would be able to spell it? Perhaps. Okay. Do you need, like, do I need to find the origin? Let's see how well. What word are you going to come up with? Well, I have to Google a word before I tell you how to, like, okay. Why don't, spelling bee words? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can still spell. All right, Sierra Miller. Spell baloney. That's a good one for you. B-O-L-O-G-N-A. My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. That was, that was the starter. My baloney has a second name. It's M-E-Y-E-R. And if you ask me, what is it? Fuck. What I say. I mi- Oscar I miss Minor him. has a way Wait, with, with B-O-L-O-G-N-A. B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Yeah. Um, all right. 
next word. This is for round two. Okay. Round two. Can you please spell the word playwright? Playwright? P-L-A-Y-W-R-I-G-H-T. Oh, she's good. Very good. (sighs) Okay. I might not be able to pronounce anything, but I sure as hell can spell it. And that's the funny part because these words aren't that hard because I'm only saying the words that I can pronounce so that I don't look stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Can you spell minuscule? No, hell no. Come on, try it out. M-I-N-I-S. Do you want to try again? M-I-N-I-S-Q-U-L-E. 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 Mim minuscule M I N E I don't know yeah M I N U S C U L E yeah no I would have never oh, that's a word I don't even see often I feel like okay do you know how to spell pharaoh like what kind of pharaoh like the pharaoh like the the like a king isn't there a definition under it like P H P H A P-H-A-R-R-O-W? No, I, you did... Pr- you oh, Pharaoh. P-H-A-R-O-A-H. Very something. close. Something like that. P-H-A-R-A... Like the Pharaoh. Like a Pharaoh and king. That's what I said. I said like a king. Oh. <laughs> Didn't I? I'm th- oh, okay. I didn't, it did not register in my head, but like... Yeah, like a biblical. Pharaoh. Okay, I think that you did really well. Thanks. I would not. Those days are over, so it's really a moot point. But well, okay. So rounding us out. All right. Yes. Um, I was gonna do a mental health check, or we could do the burnt toast theory, which has been running my life. What's recently. the burnt? Have you been seeing this on TikTok? The burnt toast theory. Yeah, burnt toast theory is basically like a way. Well, you know me. I'm a negative self talk girly, so I try <laughs> to you know. I'm trying to talk myself out of my negative self-talk. Okay. So I've been reading about the burnt toast theory, which has been trying – well, I'm trying to apply it to my own life. So basically they're saying like say you're in the morning and you need to make your breakfast and you burn your toast. And that to a lot of us triggers like, oh, I'm about to have the worst day. Like I'm now running late. I Mm – my breakfast is burnt. Like things are not going the way I planned for them to go this morning. Okay. But really if you look at it as a blessing, like, well, I burnt my toast and now I could have like a breakfast out. Or like now I just missed five minutes of traffic that I would have to sit in anyway. Like if you look at it as a positive instead of a negative, Hmm. it can change your way of thinking. You know I always scrape off. If I burn it, which is almost all the time, I always scrape it off. Me too because that's how I was taught. Like, my parents were like, you're still eating the toast. Here is a serrated knife and you yeah, scrape you it. Yeah, you scrape right? it off and then put some butter on it and then and you, you won't even be able on. to tell. Right. But I also know that there are times where, like, you're trying to get your life together in the morning and, like, yeah. that one thing does go wrong. For me, like, I like my tea steeped a certain amount of minutes and if I, like, oversteep the tea and it's bitter, I'm upset. Okay. <laughs> Literally, don't. Okay. Like the tea bag needs to come out of the tea steep after like three minutes. Oh. Or if it's in there too long, it just becomes bitter tea. I don't want that. Do you put sugar in your tea? No, usually just like splash of oat milk. If it's super bitter, I will add sugar to like cut it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I don't really have like a set morning routine that's going to piss me off every time. But I will say like generally like my natural 
reaction to the morning is to be running late for whatever it is. So in the evening and afternoon. Mm-hmm. So I mean, hmm. I guess yeah. Your level of unbothered when you're late is something that I personally cannot relate to. Like we have been together where we're late for something and you are just calm, cool, and collected, and I think the world is ending. Well, I can't, I'm not going to die on my way to said location. Like the anxiety alone, even if I'm like sitting in a car and I have no control over moving the car or the traffic or anything, Mm -hmm. will eat me alive. Yeah. And you are like, you are literally always like, (laughs) and I'm like, why is she calm? Yeah. It really depends on what it is. Um, I just, yeah, it just depends on what it is. Like, <laughs> look, you know, you can't fucking win every race. So I just, it is something that I am working on and I should be like more attuned to. But there is something in my head where I think 30 minutes is enough time for everything. And it's proven to not be correct. Do you ever feel like a type of way about making people wait? Yeah, like I try not to. But I think that. When people, and here's the other thing, when people are late with me, I don't really ever like, even if I was like an on-time person, if they were late for me, like I wouldn't be like nailing them to the cross. I kind of just. Is it, could you think you feel that way because you're not normally waiting? No, I have friends where I'm typically waiting. Really? Yeah. That's shocking. How late do they run? Fifteen twenty. Do you intentionally go later knowing they're running late? Like, do you know, friend, like, if I'm going to meet you for dinner, for, let's say, like, I'm not going to try to be on time uh-huh. because there's no point in stressing out just to meet you for dinner because I already know you're going to be later than me even when my late is stressing me out. Okay. But I feel like when we're meeting for, like, other people, that stresses me out to be late. So when you're late <clears throat> and you say, sorry, I'm late, or you've texted, what mm-hmm. do you want that person to do? Well, they, there's nothing they can do. Okay, so... Do you want them to still come? Well, yeah, because at that point, aren't you already there waiting for me type of thing? Well, that's why I'm like, I guess like the whole circle of being getting upset and whatnot, or it's like, do you want me to just not come if I'm going to run like five minutes or 10 minutes late, which is totally Mm. your call? No, I don't think that that would ever be the solution. But I think... I think you just make adjustments. Like it's like I said, if I'm meeting yeah. you for dinner, I'm not going to rush out the door to be like, let mm-hmm. me meet her at that time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there's no point in that. Yeah. So you just make adjustments based off who you're meeting, I think. Yeah. And like if – okay, so I lie to you about the reservation time. Well, that – yeah, that's the thing. I'm not good at lying about the reservation time. I have – we've talked about doing that before. Mm-hmm. I've never successfully done that because I feel like you should still know the real time. <laughs> like, but one time we were going to meet Casey for dinner and he lied to us. And he told us 30 minutes before we were supposed to be at dinner and we were still late. When was this? This was at Carbone. Oh. Uh, like, what? I almost think he gave us a calendar invite with the wrong time. Yeah. Like, and then we were running super late. I was going to pick you up and you were like. I think it's, I that would never bother me if someone lied to me by like 30 minutes, even an hour. It wouldn't really bother me. Like, like okay. Yeah. I guess, you know? I think it would bother me because I generally run on time. Like, why am I here waiting? Because then I would actually be waiting. But that would never. I mean, if that person who's like mandating the calendar invite is also there at that time, then. 
It's all well, don't tell me the wrong time and then expect me to be there at the right time is what I say. Don't tell me the wrong time. Don't tell me the wrong time, which I'm planning for, and then expect me to actually be there at the right time and then have an attitude with me because you told me the wrong time. Okay. Did that track? No, but it's okay. <laughs> like, okay, because why wouldn't... Okay. That's all right. Okay, well, guys. <laughs> what just squirted on you? Fucking applesauce. <laughs> okay, on that note, goodbye. <laughs> See you guys next week. It just, how did it do that? It was in the cap. This is a cap. I think you might have a little in my hair. 